Hello, Warriors. How you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter with Horror Movie Warriors. I thank you all for listening. And this weekend is the last weekend of spooky season. I'm sorry, guys. I do not make the rules, but it is the end. All good things must come to an end. And um, uh. Uh, so go ahead and get your haunted houses out the way. Watch as many scary movies as you can. Uh, go to Halloween parties or just take a, a you know, a, a drive around your neighborhood to look at the Halloween decorations one last time. Do all of that stuff if you can. Um, and this weekend, uh, I am having my my the last of my Halloween extravaganza. Um, tonight, I am discussing The Howling. Tomorrow, I will be discussing Scream 5. And then Sunday, I'll be discussing a, a movie that nobody really knows about, <laughs> 976 Evil 2, um, The Astro Oh my Factor. God, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, I knew that you would know it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I couldn't help myself. I love that movie so much. It's so much fun. I'm, I'll be listening for sure. Okay. Go yes. Ahead. Yes. Yes. And and my guest list for tonight, guys. I, I have three three beautiful people. Um, my favorite people. Uh, I have Miss uh, Miss Shannon Payton with me. Uh, you guys know her. She's my Australian guest uh and and i i i love i love you shannon Hello, mate. i love you <laughs> yes ma'am i'm so glad to have you and 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 then y'all all know marlene miller that's my sister Hello. my sister <laughs> and the love of my life my birthday yeah. brother Jay yes. Bullington. We have the same Hello, birthday, y'all. We have so the same birthday. He, <laughs> I, I'm not going to mention how many years older he is than me. I'm just going to say he is <laughs> my birthday brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well <laughs> tonight, guys, we are discussing The Howling, which was released in 1981. It was actually released um, on March 31st, which is weird to me. Uh, 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 March 31st just, to me, is a weird date. It's a weird random. date for How a horror movie to come out right on. <laughs> uh, uh, and it stars Dee Wallace Stone, um, her husband, Christopher mm. Stone, and uh, Dennis Dugan and Belinda Belaski. Now, Dennis Dugan, you know, he plays Chris in the movie. Do you guys know, and Mar Marlene, I'm sure you've done, done your research, girl. You probably know that he has directed, like, comedy movies. He actually yes, went the yes. other way. He went. He became a very famous director, yes. Yeah, but but he directs comedies. He, uh, he has yes. not done anything you know, for the horror can, community. I can see that he is like the comic character in this movie, kind of. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Scenes, I, I, so I can totally see that. Um, but I, yeah. 
it's a little surprising, but not that surprising. <laughs> right? Yeah, because because I you know I I had never seen him again in any movies, but right. then but then when I saw his directing resume, I was like, yes. huh, okay, exactly. you know he exactly. he direct he now directed yes. he directed hmm. Problem Child, which I love. I love Problem Child. I love that movie. He yeah. directed um uh, a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Him and Adam Sandler has a partnership going. So, hey, I, you know, more power to him, you know. And, um, right, I know, yeah. And, of course, um, D. Wallace Stone, um, she, yes, um, yeah, she, she, uh, she is still going strong. <laughs> uh, she's still acting and everything. So, um, I always think of Cujo when I think of her. I just, Cujo to me is. Like, I always think of E.T. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, she, let's, <laughs> let's face it; she's amazing. You know, that woman's so talented, and she's super she nice. Just, you know, that, yeah, I yeah. hear. I heard yeah. that. You know, she was uh, at Texas Fright Mirror Weekend um, yeah. in twenty twenty one. I when yeah, I think it was twenty twenty one. I didn't go to her table, but I was near her table. Uh, the um, the guy who plays her son. Um, oh my goodness, it, it, his name is escaping me right now. But you know, he he was in um, Who's the Boss? But yes, I can't think of um, it either. But oh my goodness, what is it, his yeah. name? It's not coming to me. Is it Jonathan? No, he played Jonathan on Who's the Boss. That was his Who's the Boss character. I pre- I'm forgetting his name right now, as as well as I know it. But um, he I went to his table, and he is such a nice guy. He is very nice. Oh my gosh, I, I fell in love with him because he was so nice, and uh, uh, we took pictures with each other. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me a lot of Matt, Matt Latz. He reminded me a lot of him. Oh really? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Uh, Matt's awesome. <laughs> Matt is. Oh my gosh, he's my favorite, and uh, yeah, he's one of my favorites. I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Yes, he is. And uh uh oh my goodness, what is is it Joey? Joey Petuto or something? What is it? Okay, somebody please in, look in, up in, in which please movie? Google in, in. him. Uh he uh played in uh Cujo with D. Wallace Stone. He was uh D. Wallace Stone's um son. Oh the son. Oh, and he was on Who's the Boss? Yes, as here, Jonathan. Who's the boss? Yeah. I, oh, what's his name? It was oh, Alyssa Milano, Tony Danza, Judith White. Oh, my God. You've got all the names <laughs> right except the one we're looking for. Oh, Danny <laughs> Danny, yes, yes. Danny Pincaro, yes. Yes. Thank you, IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, but he is super nice, super nice. Um, I'm not surprised. He, he looks like a sweetheart whenever I see him in interviews yes. and stuff. Yeah. Yes, um, but um, but yeah, Diva Stone though the character um that I always go to is E.T. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny. I think of Cujo when I think of her. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, that just means that she's a good actress. <laughs> oh, God, God, she's, I mean, a fantastic. Actress. Yeah. That, uh, 
And and also in the movie we're talking about, she's amazing in this movie. Oh she's yeah! Fantastic. Oh my goodness! The how she's, yeah. she's not a she's not a mom in this role though. Oh no! She's not. Exactly, no. she's not. So it's a totally different, a totally different character. In oh fact, yeah. Real, I mean, really different. And um, it was like years before you know, because oh, yeah. this was made in 1981. Uh, yeah. Then Cujo was 1983, I believe, and then. Well, no, no, I take that back. The Howling, 1981. E.T. was 1983, I think. It was 82 or 83. E.T. So came later, yeah. I think she became and then more Kujo famous. Than came and obviously, E.T. was a gigantic movie at the box office. So, obviously, she was more famous for that than this. Well, yeah. I have to actually say i think her acting might be better in this movie than et i well she's got a lot more screen time in this one yeah yeah and she's got a lot more emotional um mm-hmm. uh, range to go through in this movie than yeah. et you know? yeah you know and um i would i would fathom to say that et was not about her I don't think E.T. was about well, yeah, the mom. She, she was a supporting character in E.T. Yeah. She was the main character in this movie. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. but, um, so, uh, okay, so, so we all, I'm sure we all love this movie. So what is it that you guys love about it? Uh, Dave, what do you love about um, Amer- uh, uh, The Howling? The Howling? The thing I love the most about The Howling is the sense of humor around it and the edges of it even though it's like tragic and it's got this horrible ending and everything there's this sense of humor about it that really cracks me up and that's joe dante the director you know oh he yeah, so yeah. Good about that he directed the gremlins and yeah you know, he directed gremlins and and the original you know, the original piranha which i love that movie so much mm-hmm. um there are certain things that you just look at as like like at the end when the kids are watching TV, it's like, Mom, the the, the news lady's <laughs> turning into a werewolf. I mean, it just cracks me up, even though it's a horrible thing that's happening. He has this sense of humor about everything that just lightens it. Mm-hmm. So I really love that about I really love that about this movie. <laughs> and how about you, um, Shannon? Uh, uh what did what do you like um about uh the housing? I I love just the the obviously just the the practical effects and just the oh yeah the realism like mm-hmm. just with every bit of it it just feels like real like it's not outlandish it's just real like I love that and it's just yes. kind of like regular people doing regular things and it's not like completely out of left center like I uh, yes. it's just yeah it's just got that kind of element to it like mm-hmm. yeah and just you know it's it's just a story like it's a story that you can get into mm-hmm. um and werewolves i mean werewolves are great i i know <laughs> right i love werewolves and a lot of people don't know this but i actually love werewolves than i love uh vampires i, I love them a lot more than i love vampires i have no idea yeah. why i can understand that i can understand that yeah yeah, yeah. But, know, uh, I like I like you know like like you know seventies guys with more hair on their face and stuff. 
and Merlene, how about you, my love? What do uh, why do you love um, the Howling? I I kind of see it as like a it's almost it's almost like a slasher film too. Uh, Absolutely, well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They come at it kind of a slasher esque vibe to it, and I guess it's because like it's been a while since like um God, this this came out the same time as a. Uh, American Werewolf in London, right? The yes. same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so like, it has been a while since a werewolf movie was released. Like, it's been like since oh, the yeah. silver screen. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yep. They brought it through, and um, I think it's just like, yeah, it's just a really good movie. It, it's got it pulls that um, like the yeah, like what she was saying, the, the practical effects. And mm-hmm. The ending is just super sad and. I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, that was a, a twist. Ending. That was a twist ending for me because I'm yeah, like, that, wait a minute, yeah, a that's of, actually happening. Oh my god, so much! <laughs> <laughs> it is so thick. I'm just like, oh my god, it's between Bill and Fred. I'm like, ah, we'll get into that, right? <laughs> Since you were talking about the director too, uh, you were talking about what all he did. He also did Looney Tunes back in yes, action. He did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I was like, what I a know. trip! What a trip! I think that might have been for the money. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's got a price. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, you're gonna just say, "Okay, I'll take it." You know. Right. <laughs> well, I I actually agree with with all of you, but especially Shannon. Though I love the realistic aspect of this movie, and I love how um, it was just. To me, it was just straight okay. horror. Now there were some, you know, comedic, you know, time lines in I the love movie. The comedic and... moments, yeah. I don't know I... if this is the right time to say this or not, and I'm. This is probably going to be very radical, or you know, like whatever. But I got to tell you, I haven't watched this movie in a long time, and I have to tell you, the special effects did not hold up as well as I thought they would. <laughs> I I recently watched an American Werewolf in London and was amazed at how the special effects still held up and also the scary elements like the oh my god the the nightmare the nightmares in that movie where he where you know the Nazi creatures come in and demolish his family in American Werewolf in London that's terrifying in this movie I the special effects just did not hold up well for me what do you all think I mean. The, well, the you know what? I just, thought that they did. I thought that they did because you know. Did you? Okay. Yes, I, I did. Although I do. Right. Although I do um, agree because I I I, I haven't seen a, an American Werewolf in London. Um, well, they had it on Tubi, so I watched it when it was on Tubi, but they but they uh, took it off. So I haven't oh. watched it since the year no. they took it off. You know, you know me, I, I, I have and, both these movies on Blu-ray, you know. Like yes, yes, yes. Now, <laughs> I do have the DVD of The Howling. I do not have the DVD well, of, uh, I have of watched, American Werewolf. I watched Werewolf both Online. of them recently, kind of just to compare for this. And I really have to say, I think American Werewolf in London holds up better in my opinion, it's only right, my opinion. Right, right, right. Are you um, talking about the actual like transformations or the other practical effects too? Because I'm like, talking about 
pretty much everything, actually. Uh, but mostly, mostly the not the transformations, not not when while they okay. If this makes sense, while they were transmitting to while they were transferring to another shape, that was interesting in both movies. But once yeah. they were in, it was it was the full creatures going ha. It made me laugh. I actually laughed out loud. That's like, oh, I shouldn't be laughing. It's supposed to be a scary moment, but I laughed because they're like, ah, I've got fur and hair. It just didn't scare me like, like the like the werewolf in American Werewolf in London scared me. That creature running through London. Oh yeah. Like, and I, I think that go. could be because th- there were two. There were two different werewolves. Because I mean, I, y'all, I'm old enough that I went to see this in the theater when it came out, and I loved it. And I, I still yeah. love it. I'm not saying I don't love it, but I'm saying comparing the two, this one kind of made me giggle. I just. And see, and see, to me. And I feel the same way, but I feel that way about an American werewolf in London. Do you really? Yes, See, I feel like now, I feel like an I American. Were- I feel like an American werewolf in London is more comedic, and, and see, and that's oh, why I said no, I, I agreed a lot with your mom, uh, uh, Marlene, because that, she said the same thing. Comedic on purpose. This one made me laugh, but I don't think I was supposed to laugh. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I see the difference. Um, oh, man, I'm, his name slipped my mind. Is it uh, Rick Baker? Baker? Yeah, yes, okay. yes. Uh, did he start? He started Something with, Baker. Uh, I know what you're talking. Yes, that's his name. Uh, I think he started with uh, yes. Howling and left. Yes. Yep. And, left and he left to go to an American Werewolf in London. American Werewolves had already made an arrangement and said, no, you have to come work for me now. So, oh, Rick Baker. Rick Baker. Rick, yeah, yeah, Rick Baker. Yeah, Rick Baker. And you're right. Yeah, he started out on one movie, had to move to the other one because he'd made an arrangement. It was a legal thing. Uh, and, 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 you know, don't make it, don't let me, don't let you, I, I don't want you to think that I don't like this movie. That I, don't enjoy oh, this no, movie. No. I love this movie. I literally watch this movie once a year, literally. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's, I mean, that's one of my, it's one of my movies I watch every year. I'm just, if we're going to compare these two werewolf movies, I got to go with an American werewolf in London. I, it's just right. my personal opinion. And that's right. just me. But I love them both. I love them both, and I watch them all the time. I love them, <laughs> and I, I own them well, both. Eddie, Eddie looks pretty gruesome after he gets that acid thrown on his face. And mm, he does. Yeah, he does. He does. Picard, the actor who plays it, I love him in that scene. I love yeah. him. He is yes. so awesome. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, before I forget, today is his birthday. So let's oh, do wish Mr. Ricardo a happy birthday. Happy birthday, oh, Mr. Happy Robert. Birthday. Happy birthday. And I'm sure we're both talking about the cool. werewolf I have movie. No idea. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> probably out there transforming right now because it's the full moon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it Best is a full moon, body. guys. And you know what they say about full moons? The freaks come out. <laughs> Trust me, as a teacher. I see it in my students, so yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Bunch of robes out there tonight. Oh, gosh. Be careful tonight, guys. Be careful. Although, if you if, if they're listening to this, they might, it might be um, 
tomorrow already. It might be like the 28th or the 29th already. <laughs> so <laughs> so hopefully you guys are listening then because that would mean that you guys are all right. So, <laughs> but, uh, well, okay. So let's get on into the questions, guys. So okay. who was or who is your favorite character in the movie? And Jay, I'm going to go um, to you first. For this question, and then okay. I'll get to everybody else. Uh, the character Terry Fisher, who's played by Belinda Belasky, yes. I thought she was just bad. I just think she's badass. She's fearless. She's like, I'm gonna go out there and find out what's going on. Um, she was not afraid to venture out into the woods in this weird place where all this weird stuff was going on. She's my favorite character. I just think she's so. She's a badass. I love a badass girl in a horror movie. I love it. <laughs> she, another practical effect when she chops off that dude's arm and it boils up. Yes. Yeah, Wasn't that awesome? Wasn't yeah, that awesome? So good. Oh my god, I love that. I love that scene. That whole scene is so awesome. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, I just love practical effects. Okay, I love the fact that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Marlene, I I agree with mom again. My, you know, I I. She doesn't like the CGI. I don't like the CGI. I, I like it I better. When you can do practical effects, it not only makes the movie look better, but it makes the actors act better. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It makes them have to act better. What they see, you get a more, much more real performance from the actors. I just think practical effects are, if as long as you can do them, you know, there are some things that you just can't do practical. I mean, I right, it. right. But, but some things it's like, come on, you could have done that practical and make it much more effective, you know? Exactly. And uh, Marlene, how about you, hon? Who was your favorite character? My mom and I both chose uh, Karen, D. Wallace's character. Yeah. She was my second. Uh, my mom, I guess my mom kind of related to her a little bit too. Um, but she was, uh, that's probably where she was coming from on that. But yeah. she did go through a lot, like my mom said. Um, she, <coughs> put up, she put up with a lot too. And then like, spoiler alert, like, yeah, she went on, uh, went on air to show that it was true and sacrificed yeah. herself. Yeah, uh -huh. she sacrificed herself. Yeah, because I think yeah. her, I think her and Chris had talked about it. She was a badass, also. Yeah. Because, uh, in my opinion, her and Chris had talked about it. They planned on it, and she yeah. probably told Chris, "Shoot me, you know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna turn. She knew you have would. to shoot me." I don't, well, she was, I don't she was even think they had to talk about it. I think they both knew this is what's going to happen. We're going to do the. You know, she's like, "Put me on air. You got your gun. Let's do this." I right. think they just knew what was going to happen, you know. Right. I thought that was a really cool aspect of the script. I thought it was really smart. It was. It was. It's sad. It was very know? clever. Was, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. But 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 it just makes you love her character even more that she's sacrificing herself for everybody else. You know. Yes. 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 And Miss Shannon, who is your favorite character? I I really liked Harry as well. I thought she was like just yeah. She was just great. She was just out there, just going yeah. I need to know these things. I need to find yes. these things. And I never in a million years would I look at a cabin in the woods like and go, oh yeah, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna right. Me either, Shannon. There could have been anything in 
there. She's just crazing around going, yeah. That's so right. That's right. I agree. That's right. I agree so much. Oh, my God. Such a great <laughs> friend, too. She's yeah, like, oh exactly. She was exactly. like the best. Like she's a badass. Like, she's looking after her and everything, and it's like, oh, I'd like yeah, her like you know, her ending. I was like, oh, uh, I know, yeah, right? I know. Oh my gosh! Like, come on, guys. I, you know, right, right. Um, well, my she's favorite badass. character. She, she, she put up a good fight. She did. She sure did. Uh, my, my favorite character is... Do you guys love horror toys? Are you a horror collector? Well, there's a store in Allen, Texas named Elm Street Toys that sells all things horror. You can buy action figures, Chucky dolls, board games, and even air freshener. M Street Toys is ridiculously in inexpensive. You guys can get a Mezco 172 Collective Halloween 2 Michael Myers for $89.99 off of their website. Their website is www.mstreettoys.com. If you guys can't make it into into the store you guys can definitely go on their website and shop until you drop again the name is elm street toys the location is allen texas and if you guys cannot get to the store the website is www.elmstreettoys.com enjoy your horror toys All right, Warriors, we are we are back. I'm sorry, the time just ran out on me. <laughs> so um, I'm going to um, just continue what I was saying before I was cut off. <laughs> before I was cut off rudely by this time here, uh, <laughs> I was saying how uh, uh, Terry and Chris was a uh, good couple. Uh, Terry was a good friend to Karen. Um, she um, uh, just, uh, like um, Jay had been saying, she's a badass. She, you know, she yeah. just went for it, man. She yeah. didn't care what was in her way. You know, she, she wanted to find out why Quist did this, you know, who he was as a person, even though she already knew that he was dangerous. She already knew that he was a killer, you know, so, but she wanted to know what the heck was going on, you know, why his body disappeared from the morgue, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so she just kind of went after the source and, you know, and my personal favorite is that she was there for Karen, you know, when Karen called, yeah. she came running and yeah. um, that is what good friends do you know Absolutely. so 
so yeah, that was my reasoning for why I I loved Terry. And I loved Chris for the same reason too, because Chris was a good friend too. You know, when he found out that, you know, what was going on at the colony, he suited up. I mean, he got his I gun. Tailed, he tailed it to get there. Like he did. He did and he got his gun, put silver bullets in there. Yeah. He was not playing. Yeah. <laughs> he was Another just like badass. his girlfriend. <laughs> he was just like his girlfriend. He said, nope, yeah. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's why Great. they both were my favorite characters. Hmm. Yes. So, okay. So who was everybody's least favorite character? And Miss Shannon, I'll go to you um, first for this one, and then I'll ask everybody else. Uh, who was your... Um, least favorite character i think everybody at the colony like everybody there was like (laughs) they didn't seem to really have any redeeming factors like i mean the (laughs) husband was pretty awful as well but like none of them were really they all seemed awful um it was like oh really this is like a support like you know a tight-knit kind of support Right, like you didn't feel no support from any from any of them. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, they were kind of welcoming at the barbecue thing, but also at the same time, it seemed to be that they were doing <laughs> their utmost to discourage them and freak them out so that they'd leave again. Yeah, that's was true. Kind of vibe, but it was like, <laughs> they barbecue again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were very suspect. They were, and and you know, I, I think the twist ending for me was that you know all of them were werewolves. That was I, you know, I remember being a, a teenager watching this, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, they're all werewolves, and it See, makes sense. It yeah. made sense. Latrice, because I'm so much older. When I went to see it, I'm like, they're all werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I and I and I promise you, I never guess the killer. I never know who the murderer is. I always, I'm always, I never guess the twist. I'm, I'm terribly bad about that. But for some reason, in this movie, it was like, yeah, they're. For some reason, I just saw it. I don't know why. And I never see it. I never, I'm never good at that. So uh-huh. I don't know why this movie for some reason, but maybe because I was older and more cynical than you were when you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if, if you, I mean, in hindsight, they all just acted weird. Like, um, right. The, the, that's, that's my thing. Yeah. Like the, um, the older guy who was trying to oh, kill, God, himself. kill himself. I think he was trying to yes. kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going on and on. Yeah. Is, yeah, it's just the overacting. So, is I mean, you could have. I mean, I. Now. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, you like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I should have known that. I should have known that the, that he was a werewolf. You know, 
Uh, as you should, totally we should have known see. that the doc was a werewolf, you know. Because this movie came out, what, this movie came out in the 80s, right? Yep, 1981. Yeah. So you were a kid when you saw this movie. I was, yeah. you know, I'm older, obviously. Duh. Um, to me, it was like, oh my God, look at this. Nobody can guess. How can, how can they not see what's going on? You know, it's... <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> And you know, because I, like I said, I saw in my teenage years. So yeah, you know, exactly. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, okay, that that's what happened. They're all when you're younger <laughs> like that, you take things more at face value. You know, uh -huh. it's like, okay, well, we're just yeah, we're seeing what's going on. No, you're not seeing what's going on. You don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't put two and two together until this week. Actually, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, you expect, I get it. At that age, you think two and two to equal four, but in this movie, it equals five. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Marlene, who was your least favorite uh, character? Oh my God, it was that gaslighting, misogynistic, two timing. I guess, oh yes. Yeah. yeah. He was just, he was just he, yeah, he was the worst. Like he um. Like right after she had this traumatic thing and it happened to her, he's all trying to make it with her, and she's like, "No," and he's like, "It's okay, it's fine," and kisses her and it rolls over, it gives her the cold shoulder. Yeah, and... he's in shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she sees those scratches on his back. She's like, "Where'd you get those scratches from?" He's like, "Oh, those probably from the other night when he got bit." She's like, "They weren't there she's the other like, night. They weren't there last <laughs> night." Yeah. 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 <laughs> and because she was one, and he's like, "Oh no," because he already got it. Uh -huh. animated, that animated cartoon sex in the woods. <laughs> There's a reason for that animated uh, sex. I, I did read up on, I, I didn't put it in my fun facts, but I did read that um, the woman who plays Marsha Quist, she didn't want to be nude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and then there was a concept with her, her uh, boss too, Fred, who was almost just as bad when she was oh. freaking out on camera he's like she's probably pregnant oh my <laughs> gosh yeah horrifically <laughs> 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 the night before by a serial killer or anything but you know all right oh gosh and, and jay how about you sir who was your least favorite character Okay, when I talk about least favorite character, I'm not talking about who I think was the worst person in the movie, the worst character, because the worst character can be your favorite, you know. Oh yeah. But to me, favorite character was what Marsha, played by Elizabeth Brooks. She was the 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 uh, pardon the uh, the trampy one. Yes. The nymphomaniac. <laughs> and the reason, yes, yes, thank you, the nymphomaniac, thank you. Um, I just thought her acting was so bad. <laughs> I just thought, oh, I, so many other actresses could have done such a better job at this. I, oh, you're just, you're, every time you're on screen, I'm like, oh, cringing. I just, so, to me, she was my least favorite character. So I thought her acting sucked in this movie. Right. I'm sorry. So she go. wasn't even, it, it didn't even feel like she was trying to be sexy. Like, I, she was right? supposed to be luring, and it's like, did you think She's like, that? no, I'm going to beat you up if you don't have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
like she was letting the outfit do all the talking sort of thing. Exactly. Okay. Right, yeah. I think my hair and my clothing do enough. Thank you. Well, like I said, you know, she, uh, she did not want to be nude, like, you know, at all. And, uh, and, that's, and I, don't, I don't care. Right. That's fine. Uh, you don't have to be nude. But, but at least act. Oh, oh, oh. How, about, how about being a good actress? At least act. Yeah. <laughs> and do y'all know though her best friend, her best friend, uh, in real life, uh, and I just read up on this not too long yeah. ago, earlier today. Uh, her best friend is uh, Christy McNichols. No kidding. Yep. I love her. Yep. Oh, That's her, her best friend. I think she's so cool. Uh, but but Jay, I agree with you, but for a, a different reason. I I just didn't yeah. like Marcia's uh character in the movie. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought uh, yeah, yeah, yes. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the acting was okay, you know, but the character no, in the movie was too. not okay. <laughs> Uh, the 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 uh, I I didn't like the fact that she knew Bill was married, but yet she put the moves on him anyway. Oh, she immediately hit on immediately. him. Immediately, like, I'm going for the new married guy. Boom! I'm hitting him now. Yeah, he's all telling her. She's like, I'm looking for my wife. She's like, Why? And you know what? Another act. I can think of about. A dozen other actresses that could have pulled that off and made it be like, oh, enticing. Mm -hmm. She was just like, she made me laugh. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Why? I cracked up. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so what is everybody's favorite scene in this movie? And I bet we all have the same favorite scene. Um, I bet you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jay? You probably have a different scene. <laughs> uh, um, I bet I know what everybody else is, though. Probably my second favorite one, so. Mar Marlene, what's your favorite scene uh, in The Howling? Although it took forever, I, I really did like um, Eddie's transformation. Um, yeah. <laughs> My mom and I, uh, we were joking about it. We were like, dang, she's just standing there watching it. Like, you can, I know, right? She just stands there. You can make a, you can make a five-course meal. <laughs> I'd go to the bathroom. I think she like, took a nap. I think like, she actually took a nap, yeah. I'll be right back. Um, I'm going to go use the restroom real quick. Keep going with me. Oh, my gosh. Checking her watch, like. <laughs> like, oh, you're still doing it, huh? It's been ten minutes. Right <laughs> it looks like you can smell it too. I'm just like, oh, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love it. <laughs> and Shannon, what was your favorite scene? Same. I, I, yeah, I can't go back uh -huh. to the transformation scene. Just yeah, just yes. watching it and just like you know, even just like just for the practical side of it, sort of just watching. I love when they do the howling when they do the fingers, like the fingernails coming out yeah. of the hands. I think oh, that's yeah. one of my most favorite scenes ever. Just it just looks so gnarly, and it's just like 
oh, that's so cool. Like, the yes. way that they do the fingers in the howling just for a werewolf. It looks so good just because they're so elongated and just they look awesome. Like, a lot of the other ones are just kind of like human hands and they're just stumpy, whereas, like, this one uh-huh. is like, yeah, I love that. They, they, they don't there. look human. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. They get that bit really well, <laughs> even though the rest of it's kind of a little, eh, kind of, with the 80s, we'll let that pass. Yeah. Right? The hands the are somehow more effective than everything else. I agree, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> love it. <laughs> and Jay, who, what was your favorite scene, sir? Okay, y'all are going to believe that. I mean, my second favorite scene is the scene in the doc with, where, uh, what is her name? Marsha is trying to find the files and she gets attacked by the werewolf. Oh, that's Terry. That's that Terry. That scene is amazing. I love that scene. But my favorite scene is so silly, but it's in the beginning of the film where Chris and Terry, her, they're watching the werewolf on TV and they hear the character say, whomever is bitten by a werewolf becomes a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> And there's something about that scene that they look at, they, they're like, there's a moment where they're like, fuck. Pardon <laughs> <laughs> my language, but they're like, oh, no, is this real? You know, <laughs> I like love that scene. <laughs> yes, yes. For some reason, that scene just hits me every time. I, I, also, I crack up, but I also get a little chill down my spine, you know. I, I love that scene. So that's my favorite scene. Uh, you know what we have not brung up yet? Uh, uh, I, um, uh, well, you know what? Let me um, uh, say my favorite scene, and then and then I'll talk yeah, about what I'm we haven't brung up yet. <laughs> my favorite scene is Marlene and Shannon's favorite scene: the 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 uh, transformation of Quest. Yeah. Robert, I mean, uh, I yeah, love the way that he the way that he changed and it was like effortlessly you know he just changed yeah. he, he just it was like at will right he he, he just okay. changed talking he, about transformation scenes let me ask you all something because that scene that scene was great okay the scene where uh d wallace stone's character at the end turns into a werewolf did you feel the same about that scene? Because I felt like the makeup of that scene was not as good. No, she, it yeah. looked like a pink and ease. Yeah. Uh, like, yes, was it was like, oh, rather than oh a you're turning into a teddy bear. You're so adorable. Yeah. I, just... <laughs> I, I, I feel that same way. It wasn't as, um, it didn't pack a punch like it wasn't Quist as did. terrifying, yeah. It was definitely quicker, just, I, too. Like, <laughs> it was, actually. It was. Well, I understand they're trying to end the movie. It's like, okay, boom, 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 we're getting, you know, going to this point. But for, it's like the other the other werewolves had these protruding noses and stuff. Hers was like this little teddy bear nose. It was like, why are you making her like this cutie pie thing when the others were so terrifying? Although her eyes... And I know that was her under the makeup. And I got to say, Dee Wallace Stone is a great actor. Yeah, she gave it her all. Everything she's in, she does a great job. Oh, my God. And you can see the terror and the the sadness in her eyes when she looks to the side like, I'm turning now, kill me now. Right, right. Like. She's, it, you see it. it was she's like amazing. you saw her like I, uh, pleading with Chris, you know, go ahead yes. and kill me. She's like, do it. I, 
we've proved our point. Now get rid of me. I'm sacrificing myself. Right. Uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Oh, yes. I think I went off the track there. Sorry. But I oh, just... no, that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Now, what we didn't, or I should say who we didn't talk about was Dick Miller. The great oh, yeah. Dick Miller He's was in this. Was, is he is? You know what? You know what? I have talked about um, uh, Tom Atkins being the eighties. I've talked about yeah, Corey Payne being the eighties, but Dick Miller was the eighties and the nineties. <laughs> Heck, the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every Joe Dante movie from Piranha on, he was in every Joe Dante movie ever. I mean, he's Dick Miller. Was he was. Amazing oh my gosh! Stuff. I mean, uh, he was in Demon Knight, you know, with Jada yes. Pinkett and uh, yes, CCH Pounder. I mean, he was in. Uh, I mean, Gremlins. We we've been talking about the Gremlins. He was in that movie. He was in Gremlins too. Um, uh, he was in um. I want to say he, uh, he was even in, you know, the 50s movies. Oh, oh, oh he was in the original, uh, um, um, not uh, uh, the, uh, oh, 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 <laughs> the Roger Corman movie. Um, he was, okay, he started with Roger Corman. Yeah, yeah, he okay. did. He started with Roger Corman. His first movie, this is hilarious, and this is really true about Dick Miller. In his first movie he was ever in, he played an Indian, and he played... A cowboy and he played a, an Indian being killed by a cowboy. He actually played himself being killed by himself in the first movie. <laughs> wow. That just means that he was a great actor. Okay. And was, uh, I mean, we have to amazing. give him his props. Um, what was the movie? Oh my God. Uh, hang on. There was a movie he was in. I was. Thinking maybe it was Little Shop of Horrors, but I I think I'm thinking about no, Jack Nicholson. It wasn't Little Shop of Horrors, but it was. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm thinking God. about Jack Nicholson because I know Jack Nicholson was in the Black he and was White. In Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. yeah. He, play, he played the dental patient. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'll find it. Go ahead and. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just wanted to, uh, you know, give. Um, Dick Miller his due because he is yeah. just a one-of-a-kind actor. Oh, he was on Chopping Mall, Jay. Remember we discussed Chopping Mall and we did we did discuss this movie. We did discuss Dick Miller being in that movie. Um, but yeah, he I, I, he's one of the greats, man. Dick Miller is one of, was one of the greats. And uh, Oh, and John Carradine was in this movie too. And if you guys don't know who John Carradine is, he is the father of Robert Carradine and Bill Carradine. And, yes. And uh, Keith okay. Carradine. I was wondering where he fit into that somewhere. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Dick Miller was in A Bucket of Blood, which is a famous horror movie. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to see uh, if that's streaming anywhere. Because I, I want to see oh, that. Oh, he was also I, in Little Shop of Horrors. I didn't realize he was also in that, too. I thought so. I thought, yeah, yeah right. I thought right. so. I, I mean, I thought I was um, remembering Jack Nicholson. But, yeah, I, I, I but thought Nicholson I knew. Jack was in it, too. They were both in it. Yeah. So, okay. Good. I wasn't, I'm, I'm not completely crazy then. <laughs> Because I knew that he, I knew that he was in it. Yeah. 
but uh, uh, but yeah, yeah um, John Carradine is in it. You know, all the great, yes. all the great yes. actors of yesteryear. Uh, um, yeah, just so great. But um, uh, well, what is everybody's least favorite scene? And I bet we all have the least favorite have <laughs> the same least favorite scene too. So, um, uh, Marlene, I'll go to you first for this one. And then I'll ask everybody else. Uh, what was your least favorite scene? Um, definitely when Terry gets killed too. Like, even though it was really good, it was really gory. Uh, it's probably like the most prolific kill in the movie, actually. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I just thought that yeah, it was just. I knew that her character was going to have to die though because she was just getting too close to the truth. She was going to reveal it. She's going to she's going to blow the whistle. Strong. Yeah. yeah. She's, She's gonna blow the whistle, so yeah. And then, uh, and then also any scene with um her husband in it too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about, I was like, he he delivered this uh, one line. Remember when she was hearing all the the howling and she wakes him up, scares him. She's like, "There's yeah. howling out there," and he's like, "Honey, you were raised in L.A. The worst thing you ever, or the wildest thing you ever heard was Wolfman Jack." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> yeah, I just like laughing because I love that movie. Um, uh, that George Lucas movie, American, American Graffiti. Graffiti. American Graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. I love uh, now the movie that uh, they had um, Wolfman Jack on as well. Well, his voice anyway. Um, the Midnight Hour. I like that one too. Yeah. Yep. I, I oh, love the Midnight Hour. That that one, one was more of a horror comedy, but I yeah, I loved it. Last year for a Halloween episode on my podcast, you and I, you and Keith and I talked about that one. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. I I I love, I love the Midnight Hour. I yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it. I love it. And and the Wolfman Jack. I, you know what? I I'm think. Dying. Everybody should try it. Get dead. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, um, I, I, you know what? I am going to try to find a recording of Wolfman Jack and put it on the group page. I think that would be so awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, uh, Shannon, what is your least favorite um, scene? Oh, I think it is probably the um, the one where the the guys all go out. Okay. Shannon, I'm so sorry it went out on you. Warriors, I'm so I'm We're so sorry. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. I, I I keep letting the time run out on us, and Shannon, it went out out on you as you were talking, as you were um, saying your um, I think it was what the least favorite uh, scene, least right? Favorite scene. Yes, yes. So go ahead and repeat what you were saying uh, for your least favorite scene. So the the hunting scene where yes. um, the husband goes off hunting with all the the dudes and then he shoots the rabbit and the guy's like why'd you kill it my sister will cook it for you like yes tc twist really weird 
Yeah, that did sound really weird, didn't it? I thought the yeah. same thing. <laughs> it was just really jarring because it ultimately didn't particularly, I mean, apart from obviously those two kind of hooking up, it was just like, you, like, what? Like, the I, woman's apparently a nymphomaniac. Everybody but, knows it. Everybody's right. aware of it. It's like, <laughs> the married guy off to... Like, right. <laughs> oh, like, he didn't have to tempt him that much. He was, he was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> He's like, okay, sure, I'll go. <laughs> and then it's like, what was he going to do with the rabbit anyway? He, doesn't, he traditionally didn't eat meat. So it's like, he just killed this poor little bunny and he just kind of like, going to hang on to it. Right. Yeah. But it's I really think jarring. I think it was a setup from the beginning. I think for some reason Doc wanted um I think he wanted uh Karen to be the werewolf. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I wonder why they were trying to recruit her though, but yeah, they were all remember yeah. at the end too, they were all trying to really talk her into like just let it be, just let it happen, Karen. Yeah, I really agree with that. Yes, they went the worst way about it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you've been murdered. <laughs> <really well. laughs> like, I don't think she's gonna join you guys. Like, probably not the best way. Have them over for dinner or something like that and explain the pros and cons. And yeah. butter, her butter her up. Butter her up. No oh, pun intended. What school of persuasion did you go to? <laughs> uh, maybe they thought if if, if they turned her husband that she would turn too. I don't know, but I do know that uh, I, that I just really believe that they were setting her up to be the werewolf. I don't think they really intended for Bill to be the werewolf. I think that what's her name, Marsha, wanted him to be a werewolf. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could be right, because <laughs> he was the—I mean, aside from her brother, he was like the only young guy yes. there. All the yes. rest of them were like old. And frankly, um, as a gay man. He was hot then. A <laughs> uh, Bill? I would have been like, okay, yeah, I like this too. Okay. Yeah, but but <laughs> but, but Bill was married, a. Though, I would have been no. But he was a wife him. abuser but too. I mean, he surface, hit Karen. Yeah, on the surface, he was hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he he was an abuser too, Jay. I listen. Yeah, I wouldn't. He was also awful. Like, oh, I will not yeah. wish no woman now, or no man on he, on that. I'm going to ask you this though: Do you think it was abuser before he got infected? Because I don't think he really was. I don't think so either. I think it was the infection. I think it was, well, think the, it was the infection that made him the abuser. The beast was like, "Who are you now?" Because yeah, the, really the beast like, came out of him. Now, you know? Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, like when he was gaslighting her, when he, she's like, "Where those scratches come from?" He's like, "Well, don't be." Tell him, uh, involving me in your fantasies and stuff like that. He's like, I think you're just going nuts and stuff like that. I was like, oh my God. Right. <laughs> but, but he was yep. infected at that point. So I really yeah. think that, you know, I really don't think he was bad before that. I think he was, you know, just infected. Anyway. <laughs> 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 you know, the, you know that werewolf infection. You know, you know it does to your friends. You've seen it, you know, right? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And Jay, how about you, my love? What was your least favorite uh, scene? 
Okay, I'm going to be boring here. I really, I really like this movie. I tried to find a scene where I can say, oh, I don't like this scene. I really can't give you a scene that I didn't like. I, I really think this is a fun movie. I, I enjoy this movie from it, beginning it is. to end. Yeah. You know, it's not my favorite movie. It's not my favorite werewolf movie. And yet, I enjoy it from beginning to end. I I think all the actors, except for Marsha, who's a little bit... But I also enjoy her because I think she's overacting, and I always giggle at her performance. <laughs> but otherwise, otherwise, I think everybody in this movie does a great job. And even though there are moments where I crack up, like when, <laughs> when they put all the werewolves in the barn, and they put yeah. that rifle through the doors, and it's like, obviously... A three-year-old could break that door, you know, like through oh, yeah. that door. But oh no, we can't get out. We're werewolves, and we can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, I'm like, I'm enjoying it. You know, I, I just, I, I cannot say that I. There's a scene I don't enjoy in this movie. So there you go. Yeah, well, I, and and I actually agree with you, Jay. There, there, um, this movie was this is so good. You know, it's so so much fun. Fun and so it was yeah, did really well, but I but I you know the the scene that I did choose as my least favorite is uh is uh Terry's kill scene I, uh, I because I liked her so much I did not want her to die even though like I, uh, I think Marlene die, you, I think that's one of the greatest scenes in the movie and, and, Mar so and Marlene you so terrifying and she's so good yes scene. she is she, she is, is. So good. she is. is like killer scene. I, I just didn't want to see her go <laughs> i did not want to see her I go know. i'm like but because you I know like Mar and so marlene much. put up a she brought up a very good point um you know she started to know too much you know and and she started putting two and two together yeah, like when uh she saw the drawing that quiz had wrote uh, had drew that was the same place yep yes. and, and she said she's like wait a minute what she's the smartest character in the movie okay? she, she is. is the smartest person in the whole movie she yeah, is without a doubt and uh well um and did i get to everybody's least favorite? marlene i already asked you your least mm -hmm. favorite okay Okay, know, we've had so many breakups. I know, times, right? right? <laughs> we kept getting, we keep getting cut off. Did we? Did so. we actually start? Did we start already? Are we? Are we recording? <laughs> yes, yes, we started already. <laughs> Listen, do do not confuse me at this point, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and I think we kind of went over this, but in your opinions, what makes the howling? different or more scary than an, an American werewolf in London. I think we kind of went over this um, at the start of the show, but I, in my opinion, um, I really think that American werewolf is different because that one is actually a horror comedy. Uh, when you look it up on Wikipedia, it, it actually says that it's a horror comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I and agree. well, whereas but, for but. <laughs> whereas for this one, I believe that uh, like Miss Shannon was saying earlier, you know, it was more. Uh, well, actually, no, I think Marlene's mother said it. Uh, Marlene, um, uh, let me listen to 
a, a snippet of what her mom um, had to say. Your mom had a church function tonight, right, um, Marlene? Yeah. And she couldn't be on. Uh, tell mom I missed her. Uh, but um, yeah. uh, but she had said that this was a straightforward horror movie, and I agree with that. I I agree that this movie was more much more horror related or horror toned than an American Werewolf in London. Now I will say this, Jay, you are so right about the transformation in an American Werewolf in London only because I liked the fact that uh, when David changed, he actually uh, and Brian um, says this all the time too, because he said, when you turn into a werewolf, it's supposed to be painful. It's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to be agonizing. And David was in agony. Okay, he was he was in agony all the way through. He's, you know, and um, yeah, uh, he was in agony all the way through, and he just. Uh, is it, it was realistic with him too it, it was realistic with him and it was realistic with quiz the only difference is i agree yeah the the only difference is quiz was standing up while david he jumped to he was on all fours yeah, yeah he fell to the ground it was on all fours not only that but in the howling he seemed to be enjoying the transformation where David was in pain. Yeah. I think in the howling, this character enjoyed the pain. I think he was a freak that liked this. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. that because he killed yeah. for fun. Right. I, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a serial killer. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, okay. So I'm, I'm guessing you're going to your question. What oh, made yeah. the howling scarier than American werewolf in London, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I think even though, okay, even though American Werewolf in London is seen as a horror comedy, I think it's scarier than The Howling. Oh. And my reasoning, first of all, The Howling has more 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 uh, comedy in it than people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene at the end where the kids watch the TV, Mom! The TV ladies changing it into a werewolf. I mean, that's, that's not that's funny. And, you mean, know what you know. scene? You know what uh, other movie that reminded me of? They reminded what? me of Halloween three when they were. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> when they watched the TV. Yes, I get it totally. I get it totally. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Which we I'm did sorry. discuss. Me and you and Keith Garcino, we discussed Halloween three. We did. We totally did. We had so much fun talking about yes. it. Yes. On- have you seen this one? Or no, no, no. We oh, no, we did that on here. We did that on I Horror Movie Warriors. Our podcast is called Have You Seen This One? So check us out. In yes, fact, yes. And I have been on. Episode. I have been on his though. So, yes. Well, honey, she was just on our last Halloween episode. She's on all of our Halloween episodes. This yes. I, it's, it's a tradition. Yes, indeed. So check it out. Have you seen this one with Latrice Carter as a guest host? Um, no, um. American Werewolf in London. I know it's seen as a horror comedy, but the horror is so extreme. The the nightmares that, that David has in that movie, 
the night, like when he's when he dreams he's with his family, and then those Nazi freaks come in and kill all of his family and everything. The to me, that movie is much more scary than this one was. Mm. I have to say, uh, back when I saw both these movies, they came out at the same time. It was crazy. There were two horror, you know, two. It was just like when, okay, remember when Ants and A Bug's Life came out together? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Or or yeah, Lost Boys and Near Dark. Right? Oh and, yeah, they and, sure and did. Armageddon and Deep Impact, mm. and Dante's Peak and Volcano. They mm-hmm. all came out at the same time. It was like it's so weird. So these two wolf, these two werewolf movies came out together. I love both of them. I still do. But I gotta say, I think American Werewolf has aged better than The Howling because of the special effects. I the makeup and the special effects just don't work as well for me now as they did back then. And American Werewolf in London, the the, the effects still work for me. Mm-hmm. So this is my personal opinion. I right, think that American right. Werewolf is the scarier, so there you go. All right. And Marlene, what do you um, think? When American Wolf in London is scary, it is scary. Yeah. Um, it, the, horror, the horror element in that. And then when um, the howling is scary, it is scary, too. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm kind of torn, too. Um, I like them both. My mom's favorite is going to be the howling she's she, like that's her when we go when she comes over she likes werewolf movies and she likes she likes vampire movies but she more likes dracula's like Christmas right movies, uh-huh. and so she likes the old ones oh, the hammer movies. films yes the hammer stuff yeah. it's awesome she's yeah. 75 so yeah but but every time the, the, the first movie and the main movie that she asks to watch is the howling that's why we were talking about having her that's on this so episode cool. she's like do you have the howling and i finally had to buy it I was like, I have the howling. Uh-huh. I was like, What's going on? She's like, Let's watch Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I love mom. Yeah. Uh, That's so cute. And, and uh, how about you, uh, Miss Shannon? What do you feel? How do you feel about um, an American werewolf in London versus the howling? I, my personal preference is I love American Werewolf in London. It's one of my all-time favorites. I love it. It's like the comedy aspect for it, but also the fact that if you take the comedy aspect out of it, mm-hmm. overall the story and the um, just the events that occur are more horrifying than the yes. Like just yes. in the fact that if – that like they, the people when David attacks and kills them, they're doomed to oh. walk the earth until he dies. Yes. Like and Oh, okay, yeah. So it's like that it's whole more tragic is, for some reason. Yes. Yeah. It's you yes. know, and he's watching his friend progressively decay yes. in front of him. Yes. And it's like, you know, that whole aspect. And it's and only it's because of the horror elements that just remove that. Yeah. But also the, the the fact that in that the werewolf, the werewolf transformation is awesome, but they have it more as a traditional werewolf, whereas in the Howling, they're kind of more twisted to a shapeshifter kind of, in that they can change whenever they want. So theoretically, what you would assume that whilst it's still painful to do, it gets easier for them over time. So maybe they can speed it up a little bit. Maybe they can, you know, enjoy it a little <laughs> bit more, that kind of thing. But even even just 
like the werewolves for those just being like the bipedal, whereas in American Werewolf in London, he's generally on all fours, like an actual more so like a gnarly looking wolf. Um, like the design of that, just the teeth and the fangs and the eyes and everything are just so much more. If you'd mash that wolf design together with the howling one on the oh, back yeah. leg, would have oh, been man, that would have been great. That would have oh. been amazing. And it would have been like a thousand times creepier but yeah like like they're both awesome in sort of their own aspects but I think I definitely 100% like American Werewolf in London just for the story premise and everything that kind of to be fair too though uh, they only had to focus on one werewolf in American London so therefore (laughs) oh yeah you can definitely tell the difference how they were like well we're just going to make you kind of look like Kind of like werewolves slash goblins. Just play around with it a bit. Yeah. When when Dee Wallace Stones was changing and she turned into this like teddy bear with a little cute nose, it was like that just didn't work, work for me at all. Like oh, everything was great till just now, you know. Yeah, and then right, like, oh, right, right at the end, and then you make her look like a teddy bear with this little cute nose. I'm like no, don't no. She's got to have like a snout, you know. Yeah. And even the yeah, way that yeah, the, yeah. the fur grew out of her head was so much more different. Yes. For, like when they yes. um, had the um, the husband and um, yes. the uh, Marissa, Marissa, I forgot her name, um, were changing forgot, with each other. And Marissa, even her, yes. she had bits of fur, but they were still coming out at different angles. Whereas, like, oh um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like yeah. perfectly manicured. I, yeah, it, it just wasn't as uh, yeah. Uh, like I say, back when I saw it first, it was more effective. Watching it now, I, I can see all the flaws, you know. Right, <laughs> right. We've got to a point now where we, we expect such perfection, I guess, that you know, we see all these flaws now. Uh, I still love this movie, though. I love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, like you said, yeah. Jay, it's just very fun. It's a very fun movie. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. movie, man. It's great. Joe Dante is a great director. I love his stuff. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen Matinee? I I have actually. I've only seen it like love, once or twice. I love that movie but so I, I have too. seen it. Yes. I it's one of the movies that makes me want to go to a matinee. You know, right? that movie right? and popcorn. I'm not sure if you guys um oh, I love know popcorn. about popcorn. Oh my god, but... Patrice, I love popcorn so much. Oh my I, god, I love that movie. Those movies oh god, that make so me good. want to because go to a matinee. They're they're they go to that's my double feature. Matinee and popcorn. So <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you brought that. Oh my god, I can't believe you brought that up. I, 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 I actually discussed it on my podcast with my admins, and we all love it. But you know, they're they're both based on William Castle. Yes. William Castle. Yes. When he would like 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 Nightmare on like the House yep. on Haunted Hill. <laughs> yeah, he loved um the, he loved about, doing like these, special these effects for it. On the theater. You know, these, these, yep. like, yeah, it's like crazy, like, like, you know, ghosts, like a skeleton flying over the audience and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Oh yeah, my that, gosh. That would yes. be so awesome. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. I'm getting all off track. Sorry. Oh, I wish I did that now. That would just be so much more fun. I know, right? Like a 3D experience. I love that. Oh, right. Well, okay. So we've come to the, my last question, which is my deep question. Um, how does um, the howling pertain to the Bible? 
I'll go first for this first, uh, guys. And uh, uh, first, I want to state the obvious that werewolves are not real. <laughs> Hello, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know, uh, you know, we all know this, and, you know, I believe this, but I, I believe that this is what makes some people love horror movies. You know, I... I, t- I tend to love the unrealistic ones, you know, that can that can never happen, you know, which is why I love the howling, you know. I, I already know that, you know, werewolves never don't exist. <laughs> we will never, I will never be eaten by one. We might be mauled by a dog, you know, yeah. but we cannot be mauled by a werewolf uh, because they don't exist. <laughs> but um, as I watched the howling, you know, initially, I had nothing to write about, actually. You know, I was like, um, yeah, there is nothing here that I can pull from the Bible. I'm curious where you were going to go with this. I, I, there is nothing that I could pull from the Bible. But upon rewatching, I began to look up scriptures about trauma and and or going through trauma. Because what Karen went through was so traumatic to her, you know, she couldn't even comprehend what she had just witnessed. So I believe the howling, um, the howling is, um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, I said, I believe the healing from trauma lies in the Lord. So, uh, so when, uh, when we start to truly trust in him, uh, he will be there with open arms, you know, for Isaiah 61 and one says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, which is Jesus, uh, uh, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Uh, So to those of you um, that are dealing with trauma right now, you know, especially those of you that are Christians, you know, God is right there for those of, and for those of you that are not believers. You know, I I just dare you to try God. You know, try Jesus. You know, because what else do you have to lose? And uh, that's that's what I put down for that one. I, it, it it took a lot because because I was like, well, what the heck am I going to say? Because like I said initially, I didn't have anything, but then the trauma that Karen went through was, it was all too real, especially for her, you know, and, and she became a, a amnesiac, you know, she, it was, she was like, I don't even know what happened in that room, you know, so that, that that's, that's where I went with it. And I don't know if the scripture went with it or not, but that's the scripture that I went with because it says that he is, near to the brokenhearted and she was broken heart you know she was broken hearted and she was broken in spirit because of what happened so 
uh, that that was what I came up with. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, uh, Marlene, I know you always you're like me. You love to dig deep. So, yeah. what 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 do you have, girl? Uh, Ecclesiastes. How you say it? Yep, that's, that's how you say it. Right. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, uh, uh, chapter 3, verse 18. I said in mine heart concerning the state of the sons of men that God might manifest them and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. Mm. So, uh, certainly does not mean that beasts in terms of potential. He limits the expressions the fact that sinners will die in their sins and without being called at this time it appears that the that they have gained nothing truly valuable therefore at least on the surface they live and die on the same level as animals however he also says that god tests men that they may see that they are like animals the most likely time that they grasp this is after they are resurrected when their mind, uh, when their minds will be open to God and His truth. Wow! And I, I think, I think that's what what it was too, because you know that that little getaway thing that they were at was supposed to be like some sort of therapeutic, um, you know, getaway. Oh yeah, yeah. And they all like therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all had their problems. They were all sinners. They were all pretty much like it was almost like a metaphor. Like they were all beasts anyway, without being werewolves. And then once they turned into werewolves, they were just like, right. they were just letting it consume them. They were let they were running with it. They're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Not only are we like acting like it, we now are beasts. We're embracing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we're embracing it. Yeah, we're we're yeah. embracing it. We're yeah. indulging ourselves. We are just that's just good. Beasts. Mm-hmm. So like that's and that one took me couple of days <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but I, really, I really like that's what i really like about this podcast too because i don't you know i don't really read the bible too much i don't i don't go to church i don't follow any religion really but like i really like uh digging for stuff like that so and then and and in terms it makes me read it too so I was like hmm. i read it when i was younger like in my early 20s the bible but i really need to like reread it again because some of it's really like it's really good uh, yeah book. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, you know, what What else, what do you have to lose, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, pick it, um, pick it up and read it. Hey, I, I'm talking, I'm talking to myself too, because I, I gotta, I gotta pick it up more. <laughs> Lord knows I need to pick it up more. But, uh, well, I'm going to go to a break, break. It didn't, it didn't cut out on me this time, guys. Yay! Yay! Yay. I get to, I get to get us on break before it cuts <laughs> out okay so i'm gonna go on a break and then i'll miss shannon i'll ask you the same question although if you don't have anything to say you do you do not have to answer it i will be right back after this Uh, 
All right, Warriors, we are back. And hopefully that will that was our last time going to break. Hopefully it, it might not be. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> so Miss Ch- Shannon, do you have um an opinion on how um the howling could pertain to the Bible? And keep in mind if you do not have an answer, you do not have to answer, my love. I wasn't able to I wasn't able to think of one. I was I was racking my brain, but I um yeah, yeah I, I came up I, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard, I'm telling you. Uh uh and Jay, do you have an opinion on how it could pertain to the Bible? I, y'all, I there is I could not it, this this movie to me is could not be farther. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have established that werewolves are not real. So therefore it's werewolves like, is like, not no, even in the I Bible. Just, no, sorry, not seeing it. <laughs> werewolves are not real, so therefore it is not therefore. in the Bible. But you know, they're like like and like for any movie that I do, yeah. um, there are underlying messages whether we think there are or not you know and right. and i right. don't especially horror movies oh yeah probably noted horror movies horror directors are really famous for like sending messages for their movies so i think that's really oh cool. uh, yeah whether yeah. they mean to or not i'm i'm pretty sure the the writer of this movie you know did not go into it thinking huh you know we can use her trauma for such and such and such, you know, or, you know, or this is in the Bible, you know, it, no, I, I do not think that at all. But when you, I mean, when you write something, you know, it just happens sometimes. Yeah. It just, yeah. It, you know, it happens that, um, oh, there's a good message that we can get from this, even though there's blood and guts going on. You know, there's gore, <laughs> there's gore going on, and 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 there's some scary stuff going on. But the underlying message here is Karen went through a traumatic experience. Yeah, she really did. And she needed uh, solace. You know, and the and the the doctor, even though on his end it was very uh, um, what's the word? Manipulative ma- manipulation. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was yeah. It, it was not good on his side. You know, uh, he he was very not <laughs> he his intentions weren't good. That was just basically what I'm trying to say. His intentions were not good, but not. had. Had she ran into a Christian woman or even a Christian man, you know, she could have found solace in God. And she could have came to terms with what she did see that night. And, you know, but, but, um, so, you know, and, and like Marlene said, you know, they became, they embraced the bestiality. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they embrace that whole lifestyle, you know, so, you know, it's the underlying messages that, you know, that I like 
you know, uh, th that's what I love. That's what I love about my podcast, Marlene. I love that, you know, I, I, um, I can dig deep and then I get my guests to dig di deep if, if they so choose to, you know, if, if they don't, that's, that's fine, you know, but I love, you know, to dig deep. And I love that um, most of the time there are scriptures that can go with what somebody in the movie is going through. So, sometimes I have to, you know, sometimes I really ha have to reach, but still, I, I, I love it. I love it. So, uh, well, I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts. Uh, and they are all interesting too, guys. Let me tell you. Um, the first fun fact I have is, and, and we actually talked about this. Uh, Rich Baker was originally doing the special effects for this movie, but he left to do an American Werewolf in London, leaving the effects job for this movie in the hands of assistant Rob Botton. Both this movie and American Werewolf uh, in London were released the same year and both received praise for their makeup work. Which was, you know, I I agree with both. I agree too, yeah. Uh, my fun fact number two is um, the final transformation had to be done all in close-up because this movie had exceeded its budget by then. <laughs> and, and this had to be shot in Joe Dante's office because they had no money for sets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fun fact number three is the coroner tells a story about a case named Stuart Walker now Stuart Walker was the director of Werewolf of London which came out in 1935 the first Hollywood werewolf movie of the sound era oh. yeah uh, my fun fact number four is there is a debate in the critical community which werewolf effects are better, the Howling or an American Werewolf in London. But both movie, but both movie effects were heralded as revolutionary and highly influ influential in the world of film. Um, my fun fact number five is. Art director Robert A. Burns had previously worked on the sets for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In fact, many of the grisly set dressings for this movie uh, were holdovers from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Most notably, the corpse in the armchair seen in Walter Paisley's bookstore. And, and we would go on to the cast and crew that that has passed on, but guys, almost everybody in this movie has passed on. So, oh. so I Don't did. Depress Don't depress us. Don't depress us. So I went the opposite route. I went. I put the cast and crew Excellent. that are still alive. Excellent. Yes, because yeah, most of them have passed on, but. 
D. Wallace is still alive, Karen White. Uh, Chris, uh, Dennis Dugan, who plays Chris, he is still alive. Uh, Belinda Belaski, who plays Terry, she is still alive. Uh, Robert, Robert Picardo, whose birthday is today, he is still alive. Uh, he plays Eddie Quist. Um, as a matter of fact, he's on the commentary too. Joe Dante, uh, uh, D. Wallace Stone, and um, and him. He, they are on the commentary. So if you guys have the DVD and watch Marlene, I know you probably have uh, heard the commentary already. Uh, Margie Empert, she plays Donna. She is still alive. Uh, James Murtop, who plays Jerry, he's still alive. Uh, James McNeil, who plays Lou Landers, is still alive. Uh, Don McLeod, I think his name is, his name is either Don or Dan McLeod. Uh, he plays T.C. Quist, he's still alive. Uh, Steve Neville, who plays the young cop, he's still alive. Uh, Joe Bratcher, he plays the radio man, he's still alive. Uh, Bill Sorrells, he plays Klein, he's still alive. Uh, Ivan Sarek, he plays Jack Molina, he's still alive. Uh, Chico Martinez, he was the man on the street, he's still alive. Uh, Wendell Wright, he plays the man at the bar, he's still alive. Uh, Roger Corman, he was the man in the phone booth, he's still alive, he's, he's very Roger old. Corman. He's very old, but he's still alive. He's still there. He is still here. Uh, Mick Garris, he plays the man with the TV him. guy. He is still alive. Uh, Robert Hammond, he plays the bar patron. He's still alive. Uh, John Jensen, who plays the TV sports announcer. He's still alive. Uh, oh Jonathan Kaplan. Latrice, how many names are on here? <laughs> well, uh, I have two, uh, no, uh, yeah, two more. Jonathan Kaplan, okay. he plays the <laughs> morgue attendant. He's still alive. And Kelly Thompson, who plays the woman watching TV. She's still alive. Oh, my God. Now, <laughs> now, there are 38 cast members, and I wrote this down, too. There were 38 cast members, but um, only 20 of the 38 are alive. Okay. Yep, 20 of the 38. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, shoot, maybe I should, maybe I should have just wrote down the cast and crew that passed away. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my goodness. And um. Okay. And now we move on to uh, my Groovers reaction. I love I love this um, portion um, of the p- podcast. I love this because yes. I love um, I, I just love asking my groupers. I, I like you right. know getting them involved. Yeah. And uh, so my Groovers reaction. Let me see if I can get to it. Uh, sorry, guys. That was me flipping through my phone to find the greatest reaction. <laughs> this is professional show business, y'all. Here yes. Yes. 
Ah, oh, guys, and I can't, let's see, I'm going to have to, um, do this here. Uh, okay. Now we see, I'm still strolling through. I can't believe it. Oh, okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, the questions that I, um, asked everybody was, um, everybody in my group page, um, I said, hey, everyone, have you guys seen the 1981 horror movie, The Howling? If you have seen it, did you like it at all? Did it scare you more than American Werewolf in London? Or, and did you enjoy, do you enjoy werewolf movies? And what was your favorite scene or which scene stood out to you the, the most? And I got seven comments. I'm going to read off three of them. Um, Paul Kalkoff says, this is probably my favorite werewolf movie. And werewolves are probably my favorite of the classic monster trope. Uh, Eddie Quist's transformation scene is the best transformation scene ever. My favorite scene is the cabin scene with Terry. It's so tense and well done. I also love the little scenes like the opening in the porno store. And love, love, love when John uh, Carradine is about to throw himself into the fire when they get to the colony. Also, uh, he says, I also love the brief Roger Corman cameo in the beginning. Joe Dante's first film, also written by John, John Sales, was Piranha, produced by Corman. Sales, yes. sales screenwriting at this time is so prolific and has such high quality output writing many general classics that came out in the span of a few years. He did Piranha and he did Alligator also. He oh, really? I, I just seen Alligator not too long ago. That was actually a good one. I love Alligator. It's so much fun. Such a great Jaws ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> and William Sharp says, Girl, the howling was a whole nother level to me. He says, number one, D. Wallace was my jam. And number two, no one was safe. The whole cast gets it. <laughs> True. And Shelly Maple says, I loved it when I saw it back in the day, but it's not better than American Werewolf, but it was really good. <laughs> and that's the that'll do it. That's the three that I'm going with. So, guys, we have come to the end of my podcast, and I, I thank you guys for uh, bearing with me. And listeners, I, I, I'm sorry that we got cut off, cut off quite a bit um, <laughs> on this episode, but I, at least I, I caught it before we went to break the last time. Uh, the last yeah. time. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but yet, yeah, well, guys, I thank you guys for being here, Marlene, Shannon, and J Jay. I hope you guys have fun. I have fun. I always have fun. Hey, I had so much fun. And I want to say again, um, 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 Keith and I, our podcast, have you seen this one? Our recent one, Latrice Carter is our special guest on our Halloween episode, so be sure to check it out. Yes, yes, go to. It's so much fun talking about scary stories to tell them. Yes, that was fun. That was fun. Please come listen to that. And Latrice, thanks again for having me on. I love being here 
And girl, I can't wait till our birthday episode. Yes, I can't <laughs> either. I, I I want it to be tomorrow. Can our birthday be tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait till May. We have the same birthday, y'all. She's my birthday sister. Yes, yeah, so he's my birthday brother. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our birthdays are May 1st. So. May 1st. That's absolutely May Day. <laughs> May Day. May Day, May Day. <laughs> so for sure I'll see you then, but I hope to see you before then. Thanks so much for having me on, sweetie. Uh, no problem, Jay. I thank you for um being on. And guys, um, if you guys want to join horror movie warriors um listeners who if you're listening and you're not a part of horror movie warriors please go and um go and uh, join uh Marle- marlene is actually one of my uh moderators and she'll let you on in Yay. yes she'll <laughs> let you on in i love uh marlene um uh and uh guys uh, i am promoting my horror movie warrior shirts again um, I, I don't have the original um, shirts right now. I just have the shirts with the scripture uh, on the back of them. But but please buy one, uh, especially if you want if you want um, to you know rep- represent the podcast. You know, um, I know Jay already has one. I don't know Marlene. Um, uh, well, Marlene, I think you said you needed a new one, right? So. Girl, go ahead and buy. Go ahead and she buy one. Out, y'all. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and buy one, girl. Um, uh, they are discounted. They 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 have all different prices right now. They they're discounted and they will stay discounted until the day after Christmas. And I might even do it um after then. Uh, so uh, Miss Shannon, if, if you want to um t t shirt, by all means go and uh, uh buy one. Um, well, guys, until tomorrow when I discuss um Scream Five. Uh, this has been Latrice Carter, Jay Bullington, Marlene Miller, and Shannon Payton, and we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Oh, happy Halloween. Bye. Thank you. Love you.